One quick thing about the Twins. Watch out for Luis Arias. He's going to be their starting second baseman. I think he can... I If I had to pick somebody to win the batting title, it's him. He's not going to hit for a lot of power. I think he hits over 340. Over, over what's the Mets guy? Murphy? No, who's the Mets guy that, that hit for a high average? Uh, McNeil. McNeil. Jeff McNeil. Over uh, Jeff McNeil? Yep, yep. Well, I guess they're separate division. Uh, uh, Wait, they, they are. No, they're separate. separate yeah. Um, so it doesn't Sep- matter. But. Separate uh, leagues. leagues. But, uh, yeah, give me Luis Arias to win the AL batting title. Book that. All right. So, NL East. Jorvi, got... look up the odds for batting title champs. Are those out? Do have that? I don't know. Probably All not. right. NL, NL East starts with the Braves projected winners at 34. Well, I guess it's co, co-winners, both at 34, Braves Nationals. Five, give me the over on the – I'm taking the. I'm going to take the the over on the Braves and under on the Nats for me. Same. I, I don't I'm, believe in the Nats. I am buying the Braves this year. They have a lot of question marks in the outfield because Marquez opted out. They signed Puig. Puig got hurt. No, Puig had Corona. Okay, Puig has Corona. Same shit. Um. But I I, I really like the Braves' rotation this year, and. Their bullpen, their bullpen is really solid. They have a lot of depth too, um, all over the field, all over the bullpen. I, I like the Braves to win thirty-five to thirty-six games. Jorfi, they got your boy out of the bullpen. No, they don't. Um, they don't have my boy up, out of the bullpen. Just huh? ahead. I know who you're talking about, and I won't say. Will Harris. No, um, no, 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 no. The boy from A and M. Oh, AJ Minner. AJ <laughs> yeah, AJ Minner. Your that boy. Is my boy. <laughs> um, j- just a heads up, uh, my buddy that I played with my whole life, and I was his catcher in high school. He, uh, the guy I've talked about about getting him on as a guest, um, he is battling right now for the fifth rotation spot. Apparently, he's lit it up so much in summer camp that That's they're badass. considering giving him the fifth rotation spot. So if he doesn't get it, are they gonna are they gonna wait him the six games and put him in the pen, or what's or is he gonna? Um. So if he doesn't get the rotation spot, they might start him at the alternate training site just to get another year of control from him, and but then the six bring, games and then and then bring him into the bullpen. Okay. Um. He's gonna see big league action this year. I was texting with him a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, asking about coming onto the pod and stuff, and just telling him congrats. Saw he was doing great. Like, if you look up Tucker Davidson in the news, it's all battling, like, surprise rotation candidate, all the stuff. Um, but yeah, all, 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 all you can ask for is that one chance. You know, getting that one chance. And, you know, Cole Hamels got hurt. That's the only reason he has a chance. But the guy pitched a collective between AA and AAA, a sub-2-3 ERA last year. He was the Braves pitcher of the year in the minor leagues. Um, 19th round pick that just slowly climbed prospect hey, boards. Now right, he's the number me. 10 prospect with the Braves, like a legitimate prospect, and he's going to see big league action this year. He's on the 40 man. He's already on the 40 man roster. I texted him about coming on the pod. He told me I'll come on for sure, but right now he's just stacked with work and oh you know, yeah, everything. We so. get it. All right, who were you asking for on the batting average? Uh, Luis Arias. 
A-R-R. It's in the one. So not as good as odds as I thought. Uh, so I guess fifth, I'm not alone. Fifth, fifth best odds. Okay. Fifth so I'm best not, odds. It's not a hot take then. Who's Who has won? the best odds? Tim Anderson? Mike Trout. <laughs> to win the batting title? Yeah. That's dumb. That's just That's stealing money. money. That's taking people's money. Yeah. They don't, they don't actually, they don't actually mean that. What? Where's Tim Anderson? 12 to 1. He won the fucking bet. batting title last year. It's not a bad bet. Where's uh, Altuve? Second. Where's okay. Where's Where's uh, Moncada? Twenty-five to one. That's a good bet. All right, so he, Jordan, he we never got some, your Moncada has some swing and miss in his swing, but I, he's my dark horse MVP candidate. You in this Moncada bullshit. All right, Braves, Nats, who you got? Over, under, both at 34 for a 567 win percentage. So they get 10 games against the Marlins? Yep. They get 10 games against the Marlins. And five games and against the Orioles? Four, four games, games against, against the, the Orioles. Orioles. And four games against the Blue Jays. And four games against the Red Sox. I mean, they could easily split all, yeah. four, all eight of those. I just think they're going to chew each other up and spit them out. But I think uh, the winner of this division is going to have to win 34 games. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's the Braves. They're so too good I'm not to go over on the Braves and under on the Nets. It, that is right, such a tough division, thing. though, man. I mean, my God, especially having to go to the East after outside of your division. That is fucking yeah. tough. That is by far the toughest. East and East is a fucking buzzsaw well, all but the, year. the thing about the AL East is, yeah, your cross sucks, but at least on the inside, you know, you get you get more you games get, against the Orioles. Right. You get the Red Sox, who aren't as good, and the Blue Jays, no, who are also like a 500 team, you know, instead you, of the stacked house on the on the. I, I, I know they're not going to have a lot of competition, but if it was a more con- competitive division, and it might still be, but the central teams have got a shit show there. The AL Central. The Central teams definitely have a buzzsaw. The problem is, is that you got, you, you got eight easy wins if you're the NL Central. Yeah, and in the cross, right? In in the cross, and the Pirates are going to be very bad this year. Right, and, and and if you're in the AL Central, you get ten games each against the Royals and the Tigers. Right, I like that. You All right, like so that, that me- moves us next to the Mets. 32 wins, 530. Under, 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 under. Under, under, under. So I'm going to go. Cinder guards out for the year, by the way. I'm going to go. Tommy John. Over here. Based on what? Based off, I like their young talent. They still got DeGrom. What young talent? Um, I, I'm not trying to contradict you. I'm uh, just wondering. Jeff McNeil. They have, they, have Pete Alonso. they have Pete Alonzo. And they're bringing back – this is not young talent. Definitely not young Cespedes. talent. They're bringing back Joanna Cespedes. Let's go. Right. Um, and he gets to DH. So, I, I'm going right. to go over – I don't think it's by much, and I don't think they win the division, but I think they sneak into – So, can I tell you why I disagree? Oh, yeah. That's the whole point of this. Um, DeGrom? I mean, it's not like he was that good last year. 
He's tra- yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's was, a three five. He's a three five guy. I think Degrom won the Cy Young last year. I mean, the year before, maybe. Uh, Degrom won the year before too. No, not Degrom. I'm talking about. Wait, I thought you were talking about. Um, Cindergard. Cindergard. Yeah, Cindergard's out for the year. That's who you're talking about. I was talking about Degrom. No, Degrom's I, I, a bad uh, bitch. So I, that was. I just said that Degrom was a bad bitch. So that was my argument. Yeah, and then you countered it with. Because I thought we were talking about Syndergaard. I thought we were talking about Syndergaard. <laughs> so, so you got Degrom, and then you have what Sorry, apparently Stephen Matz has been awesome. Outside of that, I don't see a whole lot of pitching depth. They tried to patch it with a Rick Porcello signing and Michael Walker, both guys that were very bad last year, but have the talent. They have the talent, but I don't. I I'm just gonna shoot in the chat. Hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> I can talk for Come on. I'll pull it off. Our next guest. <laughs> so, anyways. Under on the bets for me. They've they've patched all of this stuff, and I just don't see – I mean, their bullpen is suspect. They uh, – I, I, I just – I don't Magic, see – Magic Mets, though. I just don't see it, man. And I, I think Jeff McNeil takes a step back. I still love Jeff McNeil, but I don't think he hits 340 again. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, next, we got the Phillies, 31 and a half for a 525 win percentage. Under. <sighs> oh, man, I'm torn on this one. Wait, what was it? I heard the 525. And 31 and a half. Under. I think, man, I think I'm going to go under. Nope. I'm going over. I'm going to go over. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, they're going to be right there, I think. I think they're going to be it's right close. at that 31 and a half. It's close. I, I think they're uh, a 500 team. Wait, I, so, I, so, I think, so I'm gonna, I think they have the, enough talent. I think it's the talent. Like, they have the talent. So, when it's when, before, there. when you said Phillies, before you announced the – the over under in my uh, head, I said, if it's under 500, I'm going over. If it's over 500, I'm going under. I think they're right at 500. I think that's, yeah, I mean, who I, they think are. Gonna, I think, I think they're going to be somewhere. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, if they're a 31, 32 win team hey, and we're sitting there and going, damn, that was close to that line. I think don't the, the forget, line nailed it. I think the they line signed nailed it. Zach Wheeler. It's a big yeah, signing for they them. They have a lot of talent and, I'm gonna no, use I'm just gonna bet on it and go over. I'm gonna use uh, the argument that y'all were talking about earlier on why the Yankees and all these other teams and all those little sixty game stretches you pick out won't be relevant. If that if that I'm gonna use that argument to say that the Phillies will go over. Hey, they're not, I, they're not gonna fuck around with the Marlins and the teams that they need to dig down on. It, it's very close. It's very close. And I think the Zach Wheeler signing makes a big difference because they were really missing that steady guy. I mean, Nola is the ace when he, when, when he has an ace, when he has it, but they were missing that steady three, two, five ERA kind of settler in the rotation. Man, when, when Nola has it, he's one of the guys that goes on the mound. You're like, how can unstoppable. you touch it? You can't touch it. it. Unstoppable. But then he goes uh, out there and can't get anybody out. I, I just trust me I, as a guy who had him on fantasy. I felt that shit. You'd have him in your lineup and you're like, God damn, he fucking gave up seven or your ERA, but can, Turn it and then, real quick. and then for the next month, he gives up one earned over the month with thirty strikeouts or some shit. Mike yeah. Fulty Nevitz, same shit. Fulty, uh, 
So I was thinking about it. You you take what would you say they they take eight out of ten from the Marlins if they got their shit together? Eighty yeah. percent's high on against any team. Do you think they can get sixteen between but, the Marlins, the Orioles, and the Blue Jays and the Mets? Uh, yeah. Between four teams, that's 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 twenty eight games. Twenty eight. Sorry. Games. Yeah. Take take out the Mets. Take out the Mets. In eighteen games, they're not winning. No, they're 16. not winning sixteen. They're not. They're not sweeping the. I mean, they could, but they're not winning sixteen of those games. Probably. So they win. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Take out the Yankees. I knew I was missing a team. The Yankees. Take no, out you the, didn't mention the Yankees. I mean, take out the Yankees of the East versus the East outside the Yankees. And the Marlins, do they get sixteen? Okay, yeah. so that's twenty-six games. Yeah, I think they. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not counting the, the, the their season. Their season's not going to come down to that's how not well the they question. play. It's how, how they, they play the Braves, play the, Nats, and Phillies. Yeah. Well, so or, you got to get you got to get Mets. sixteen out Mets. of the Mets, Phillies, and I mean the Mets, Nats, and Braves. And yeah, the that's that's the that, and that's to hit the over. So that's why right. I how, how many games is that? Those are thirty-two. Those are 20, those twenty-four are four games. Good teams. That's the problem. I mean, thirty-four games. Sorry, thirty-four I, games. I, I think. I think. Projecting the NL East in a 60-game schedule is nearly impossible. A lot like we're going to find with the NL Central. All you have to do because is it's going to be so percent of your games. It's going to be so congested against elite teams, though. Right. Those are all elite teams. Right. Uh, the Mets if are not win, elite. If, oh, okay, but Mostly my point elite. stands. It's going to be so congested. This is what we're going to find next with the NL Central. It's going to be so congested and so. It's going to come down to one or two games, a couple bounces. That's the problem with a 60-game schedule. That's what's going to make it so exciting. But Oh, oh this is so, going to be so the I most exciting say this, baseball season ever. It's going to be so fucking hard. I was going to say this with Heath on, but I forgot. So this reminds me a lot of the the NBA strike-shortened season, the yep. last one. that I Every game remember. matters. They played 50 games or something like that in a shortened span, so you were playing almost every day. And that was the most fun I've ever had watching the NBA because there was always every game mattered and there was always it was a game always on. on. Yeah, and that's what this is going to be like. The problem now is is that this season is not going to be a great indicator of the best team. No, it's but just fuck not. it, it's one season. Who gives a shit? Right, exactly, and that's why it's going to be great for the sport. The baseball yeah. players are going to be pissed because it's not going to be the best indicator for who the best team is. Yeah, a sixty-game schedule just isn't going to do it. But, who but, gives a but shit? man, if you're a casual fan, you're going to enjoy the shit out of this 60 game yep. season. Yep. All right. So, lastly, in the East is the Marlins at 24.5 for a 408 win percentage. I'm going under. under. I'm under. too high on the other teams in the division to go under. Anything but under here. Now, this is the hardest division. All right. So, now we're going to go to the Central. So, quick rundown of the division Cardinals at 32.5, Cubs at 32, Reds at 31.5, Brewers at 31, Pirates at 25.5. So we'll yep, start with the Pirates. We'll start with the Cardinals at 32 and a half for a 5.42 win percentage. Over. I'm going over. I I I don't know if they win the division. It's going to be close. But I think it takes more than 33 wins to win the division. I agree. And because so, the so, the ALE the AL Central is nothing special. I know more about the Cardinals than I would like to think almost anybody. Um nobody yeah, than everyone listening to this. It's yeah, I know more about the Cardinals than anybody listening to this. I guarantee that. 
the Cardinals have an absolute embarrassment of riches when it comes to starting pitching depth. And where that comes into handy in a 60-game schedule is you get to use that starting pitching depth in the bullpen. We have eight We're- We have eight starters who could start every fifth day. So so I know that it's maybe it's because they have Flaherty who's elite, but how come you don't go to a six game a sixth player rotation, six pitcher rotation? I, I don't really know. That's Is it just because you want to make sure Flaherty has enough starts to be a difference maker? That might be it. It, it really should happen because so we saw the Cardinals signed a guy out of uh, Korea called Kwang. His name's Kwang Hyung Kim. Okay. It might be the best pronunciation you've ever yeah, that done guy in your life. If that guy didn't play Dude, for the Cardinals, he would have butchered it. He would have oh, fucking man. butchered it. That's I. I <laughs> so I'm very normally proud of it's that a foreign phonics. name. Normally, when it's a foreign name, he's just butchering it and gives no. Zero he does bucks. it with American and English regular yeah. names. Yeah, so Kwang Hyun Kim, he he didn't he hadn't allowed a run in spring training or the summer camp. He is absolutely dominated. Period, but. He's going to end up starting as our closer this year because Jordan Hicks is out for the year. Coming off of Tommy John. Coming off of Tommy John. He had a setback. He opted out of the out of the season because he had a setback and he wouldn't be able to start throwing again until September. Okay. Giovanni Gallegos, who had a sub two ERA last year as our setup man, is he had trouble getting over from Mexico, so he's not going to be able to start the year with the Cardinals. So Kwang Hyung Kim has been pushed into this closer role, but it's not going to be a, a typical closer role. He He's stretched out like a starter. He can finish the last three innings of the game if he needs to. Then you have a guy like Austin Gomber who has dominated and every chance he's gotten in the big leagues – He just didn't have a spot. You have a guy like Daniel Ponce de Leon, same thing. Just there's no spots for them. So the the cool part here is is that they will be able to mix and match these starters that they aren't able to use in the starting rotation to lengthen out their bullpen, and I think that really has a huge benefit in a sixty games in a sixty game schedule. I think that embarrassment of riches in pitching is going to carry them to over 32 and a half games. The real question will be is can they hit enough? I think they hit just enough, and I think Dylan Carlson, the top prospect we talked about earlier, is going to make a big splash throughout the year. And um, what I'm going to add to that, you know, I don't know all that shit. You know, most of my information from them is from you. But part of the reason I like the the Cardinals is – Andrew Miller can only be better than he was last year. <laughs> he can't be much worse. He wasn't good last year for and, Andrew and, Miller. And and he only had a 4-2-0 ERA. It's not like he was horrendously bad. If he Andrew Miller's Andrew over a Miller. four, if he's over a four, he's not playing like Andrew Miller. Right. He's just not Andrew Miller. So if he's anywhere closer to Andrew Miller, they become a lot better team. I, I'm very high on the Cardinals this year. I think they win the division. I that's but some of that's homerism, and some of that is me and, and knowing we'll, we'll, what they we'll, have against the competition. We'll get to where I think who I think is going to give them the the real. Um, I mean, it's the dog red. race. The dog race, yeah. All right, Jorfi, you had the under for the Cardinals. No, I was talking about the Pirates. Oh, who'd you have for the Cardinals? Over. All right, so we're all three over there. Cubs at thirty-two wins, five thirty-three. Uh, I'm going under. 
under. They have no depth in the rotation. They have no yeah. and and I think they didn't make think, any additions. They they didn't do anything. Cubs, I think they play under five hundred ball this year. So we so we all have the Reds going over thirty one and a half. Do we talk about yes, that? Yes, I do. Dorfy. Oh, did we not? Did we not get to that one? Did I write we have it down? Not, no. Okay. No. What do you got the Reds, Jordy? Over under thirty one and a half. Over. Okay, I'm going over as well. They added Mustakis. They added added Castellanos. I, I think they're disappointed if they're not in the neck and neck race for the for the Central. I agree. I don't think and, they win. I think they. I, I think they get a wild card spot though. I mean, shit, you might as well be flipping a coin at that point for me. Yep. In a sixty game season. Yep. All right. So then the Brewers at thirty one. I'm going over. I think they're also in a in a neck and neck. I got the Brewers. I, I over think they're as part well. of that. I think they're part of that. Um, Race for the end. I, so I, I think I think to win the central you gotta win thirty five games this year. I at, think the at, Brewers at take... I, I think the Brewers are gonna be on the outside looking in. I think the Reds and the Cardinals are gonna be in that thirty five, thirty four neck and neck. I think the Brewers are gonna be sitting around that thirty two, thirty three, just yeah, never quite like in the same category, but I, I, I like them for more than thirty one wins. What you got, Jorfi? See, I, I was thinking the same thing. Um, I just don't really feel like they're going to. Actually, I'm going to change my pick. On the Brewers? Yep. You want them under? under. See, I think they're going to be I, right I, at I think, 31. And I, then they I, get... I, I think they lost a lot more than people realize. Right. They no, lost no. Moustakis. They lost Grandal. Their starting pitching a lot. isn't there, uh, and thirty-one's a very good line. I if you made me pick a number, it'd probably be thirty-one. But I think this is tough. Uh, I I think I'm taking the over because I think they're going to be like you <laughs> were originally saying around thirty-two, thirty-three, and they're gonna they're gonna beat up on the teams that aren't in the NL Central, this is, not this named is, the Twins. Man, I can't imagine trying to make these lines. You know, you're, like, talking about, like, the range between the best and the worst teams now is, like, a couple 12 games. games like, I'm surprised that I guess normally they need it's the 30. that bad. I, normally, it's tough. normally it's 50 games in between the top and bottom lines. I, I think I'm going to take the over, but, man, I, I here's the problem. Be contrarian. Go under, bitch. Here, here's the problem. All right, I'm putting I, you down for under. I really don't like the Brewers this year. I really don't. Then I'm putting you down for under. The problem is I don't like the Cubs either. Okay. And I think one of those two teams, two teams wins more than 31 games. Well, the Cubs line was at 32, so. Cubs, I already have you I, down. I already have you down on the Brewers for for under. You changed your mind once. You can't change it again. I'll, I'll take. I'll take the under. That's right, fine. Pirates. Pirates next at twenty five and a half. Under. Under. It's not close. Yeah, I'm going Pirates under. Are a bad team. They're going to be bad, but also like I already picked three of the f- four other teams in the division to go over because I think they're going to be good. Also, Joe Which Musgrove. Means the Pirates are going to lose a lot of games. Joe Musgrove is gone for the year. That's their best starter. That dude's a good Instagram follow. Better than They're Chris Archer? Not. He's not better than Chris Archer. Yeah. Yes, he is. He was last year. Chris Archer has been very Talent- bad. Talent-wise, 
I literally, I'm not talking to. I just literally said he's a good Instagram follow. Chris Archer is no. Been we just very said I just bad. asked if he's better than Chris Archer, and you said that no, Chris Archer is better. And he's saying an Chris Instagram Archer has. Follow. Oh my god! <laughs> what the Who fuck did y'all think shit? I said? You follow both those guys on Instagram? Yes. Who and gives Twitter. this shit? What the fuck? What the fuck okay. did you think I said? Well, I was we talking, talking to Woody. About I was talking to Woody merits. about who was better pitching wise, and you immediately chimed in that Archer was better. I thought you were no, no, tuned no, no, into no, what no, we were no, talking no, about. No, the only thing I said is that's a. You were talking about Joe Musgrove. I said that's a good Instagram follow, and you said better than Archer, and I said no, not he's not better than Archer. No. And we were in the middle of talking about pitching merits. I don't give a shit about Twitter follow. I don't give a fuck. All right. So to start the West. It's a one-team race, 37-and-a-half for the Dodgers. Oh, my God. They're giving them – 625. So, that is tied with the Yankees for the best – the highest line. I got to take the over. over. I'm going the over on this line. I went under on the Yankees. I'm going over here. I went over on both. It's clear who the two best teams are. Just don't know who's going to compete with them. They got to lose, what, 21 games? 23. You need them to lose 23 to go under. Oh, 24. No, 23. It's 37 and a half. So they would have to hit 36. 37. 37 would be under 37 and a half. Oh, you're right. God, I'm fucking tired. I can't this even is do the not one advanced. thing. I... That, that was not even advanced max. That wasn't even addition or subtraction. That was just. <laughs> <laughs> which one's higher, which one's lower? Dude, yeah. That, that, oh, my God. That's... All right, who you got? You got the Dodgers over or under 37 and a half? God, I don't see how they lose more than 20. Yeah, I'm with They're you so here. Good. I think the Dodgers win 41 games. But So, I mean, they could definitely because of the 60-game schedule. Of course. Know, they don't start out hot. But, like, if you're predicting it, how are you not predicting them higher than 37 and a half? I don't know. See, that was my argument with the college football season when you said, oh, when everybody bitched at me, oh, well, if you don't pick upsets, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I pick it how I think that the game's going to happen before the season happens. I'm not going to pick upset. Oh, the reason we jumped your ass is because you were, like, being a fucking dick about me picking Mississippi State to fucking beat somebody. We are talking about trap games, and then you were all on board on trap games, and then as soon as we start picking trap games, you're like, well, I'm not going to pick the no. underdog to win because I'm I, a pussy no, and I don't like good is, content. The difference is I pick games the way I think they're going to happen, Jordy picks games the way he hopes they happen. Okay, that's why do I hope that Mississippi State wins seven games? Because you want upsets. All right, second place predict. Oh, tied for second. (laughs) Two teams second. Thirty-one wins. I don't even wait. What division are we in? I totally forgot at this point. (laughs) The Diamondbacks and the Padres division. Oh, okay. Say it again. Thirty-one wins for each of them, a five-seventeen win percentage. Okay, I'm gonna go under I'll go the Diamondbacks, over with the Padres. and I'm going over on the Padres. Over Padres, under D-backs. Yeah, I just I don't feel good about we're all on the same page there. I don't feel great about the Diamondbacks, other than they added the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, Madison. What was it? Thirty-one. <laughs> Thir- the former hitting pitcher. <laughs> but now Mad Bum doesn't get to hit, so he loses half his value. Yeah, I, I mean this. This um, so there's a the universal than, DH hurts, he him. It hurts more him. Than Grinky? So I, I don't yeah, know. Yes, I'm seriously yes, asking. Yes, yes, yes. He's okay. the best hitting pitcher in in Major League Baseball. So there's Grinky's a... second. Grinky's second. 
Mad Bums there, first. There's a real line right now of does Mad Bum get one A B this year? That's the over under on the line. I bet you he does. One game this year in sixty games, they're gonna be in extra innings. And they're gonna run out of position players or something. You know, something's gonna happen and they're gonna say, Hey, we have Mad Bum on the bench. Let's pinch hit this dude. <laughs> Or they're going to start a game at the end of the season and Mad Bum's going to say, hey, I want to fucking hit and the game's not going to matter. And they're going to say, okay, we'll DH for somebody else or we're just not going to DH. So you I bet remember, he does. You remember when the Giants played in an AL stadium and declined the DH because they didn't have a better hitting option than Mad Bum? That happened. Two years ago, that happened. I, I don't know if that's actually true. I think that no, might have been that like is, in no, head. Did they no. really not have a better option than Mad Bum? They hit Mad Bum, and Mad Bum got a double. I, I get that. I get that. But is he? was he actually – like if you were looking at it in a vacuum, was he actually the best option for the DH spot, quote-unquote? The Giants were pretty bad. It also gave them the flexibility to pinch hit – somebody when they wanted to in a lefty-righty matchup as opposed to just having a DH in the lineup. Like I said, I think he'll get at least one at-bat this year. That's a very real betting line right now. I also love me some Mad Bum, so. Give All right. me the under on the Diamondbacks. Yep. Yeah. Under on the D-backs. All right, I, Colorado I, I Rockies. I think the over on the Padres is closer than we made it. Yeah, I just feel like I talked up the Padres so much earlier. I got to go with the over. It, it's close it seems, though. It seems, yeah, we, we already dove into quite a bit earlier. It, it's really close though. Uh, Rockies twenty-seven and a half. Oh, four fifty-eight. I'm gonna go over. I think they're close to five hundred team, right? Maybe like I don't know. They got the hitting. Maybe they can just find a way to throw enough innings. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna go over. Yeah. Who's the other team in the division? Oh my god! The Giants. Giants. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. I was spacing. Okay. Did you say twenty nine? Twenty seven and a half. Okay. Over. They're not going to be great, but I think they can win twenty seven and a half games. I think they can win twenty eight. What's the winning percentage on that? That's a four fifty eight. <sighs> I mean, we're talking like two games, two or three games away from five hundred. I mean, it's close. Uh, give me the under. Dorfy? Hold on. So, uh, so while we're waiting on him to think, Woody, real quick. You agree they got the hitting? Yeah, of course. They're enough. the Rockies. They, of course they do. But, like, I mean, regardless of just talent-wise, they have the hitting. It's just who's pitching. I mean, Gray was awful. Not awful. Freeland, Ray just Freeland got sent Freeland down. Freeland was not was supposed to be was what he was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, he was awful. And Blackman is not what he used to be. I, I think they're going to really rely on a kind of a fountain of youth this year. They're going to have Ryan McMahon, who is very good. Um, David Dahl. I think David Dahl takes a huge step this year. Into, David Dahl was pretty good last year. And I think he takes the next step. He is an elite hitter. I really think he is. Um, he adds absolutely nothing in the outfield defensively, but I think he's an elite hitter. Um, I, they're going to give Brendan Ro- – I, I, I think the scary part about the Rockies this year is they're going to use it as an, ex- as an extended spring training. 
And, so and I think rightfully so. And they should. So they're going to give guys like Brennan Rogers, their top prospect, a lot of a lot of playing time. They're going to give guys like uh, Ryan Hampson, a guy who kind of lit it up last year at the end of the year, um, but isn't really a big prospect. They're going to give them a lot of playing time because they want to see what they have in these guys. And I think the reason I went under is because they're just going to use it as an experimental season. And, and maybe, and that's why it's such a weird line because their, their guys could end up lighting the world on fire and going above 500. And then we could be excited about them next year. Right. I mean, you come into the season with not a lot of expectations and rookies always, I mean, not always rookies, a lot of times perform well and you get to hit in court at Coors field. Yeah. You could come and light the world on fire in your experimental season. This is a team that we could be very excited about next year, but. And then get let down next by the next year. I'm always going to lean on the side of. What you know. um, Growing pains for an experimental season like this. So, all right. So, George, where are you going? You're going over 27 and a half? Yeah. And the last team in our prediction, the San Francisco Giants at 25 and, the and a half. last team over in the 25. NL. Under. I, I think the Giants are worse than the Marlins this year. If I had to describe the Giants in one word, in one sentence, one phrase, it's what the, what fuck? the fuck are you doing? So I, I don't would, get it. I don't I get would, what their plan is here. I would ask you to name a player on the Giants, but the problem is you can name all of them because they're all a bunch of overpaid, overaged fucks. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford. Dude, I could name a lot of them. Evan Longoria, Buster Posey. Pablo Sandoval still has a Pablo Sandoval is still with them. I mean, it's a fucking joke. I mean, so what happened is is nobody told. And we're not even mentioning the fact that Buster Posey's not playing this year. Buster Posey was terrible last year. It doesn't fucking no, matter. Buster Posey's good. You hey, y'all know what this. happened, right? Buster Posey hit like eight home runs last year. Hey, don't you dare talk shit with about my boy. Hey, he had you know more what hits happened, to the right? opposite field than pull side. The, the Giants management is just waiting for that trend to come back where they start winning it every even-numbered year. They're tanking this year they for the said, draft pick. They said it, no. They said if we have the same guys, eventually the trend will come back if we keep the same roster. So, do you know who legitimately probably is their best player this year? It's I. I mean, I don't know who you're gonna say, but it's it's probably Brandon Belt. I would guess. No, nope. I mean he's not. But I, I don't know. Mike Yastrzemski. Hey. Hey, that's a legacy right there. And not for not, them, but an MLB legacy. He's not that good either. Do but he's a fun who, story. Yeah, he's Carl's grandson. I know who he is. No, who's their opening day starter going to be? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they lost Samarja. Can't be, right? Johnny Cueto. Is he still on the fucking team? Yeah, both of them are. Because they can't get rid of their goddamn contract. That is a bunch of heads. I, I, I think they're just paying for, paying the price for buying three championships in in a five year window. I don't even think that's it, because their last championship was what twenty fourteen. 
Yes. I don't know. The Cubs yes, won in yes. 2016. Yes, it was 2014. 10, that was six 14, fucking right? years ago. The, the, the thing no, is, I mean, how many of these the contracts price, were because the, of that? Or how many? How much of the lack of depth in the in the um, minor league system was because of that? But I that's don't know. the thing: is the Giants were really a homegrown when when they were at their best. They were riding with Tim Lincecum, Mad Bomb, Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford. Yeah, they signed Hunter Pence to a deal, all that stuff. But it was a bunch of homegrown talent. So maybe it's just punishment for the decisions you've made since then? They have been very bad. Know, but... They traded for Evan Longoria's contract. That was shit. That was shit at the time. I don't know what the fuck that was. They signed Jeff Samarja to a huge contract. They signed Johnny Cueto to a huge contract. These are all very terrible decisions. I feel like a lot of times with this kind of thing, you look back and like at the time you'd be like, yeah, I could get why you would do that, but it just didn't work out. Man, the Evan Longoria and Jeff Samarja thing was kind of just what the fuck you were doing. What they the fuck were you doing? They extended Brandon happened? Belt. They extended Brandon Crawford. They're just yep. – they're very bad. Closing time. All right. Last thing. World on. Series winners. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, division winners. Yankees, Astros. Twins. Dodgers, Twins. Any problems with those? Nope. All right, who are you taking in the AL NL East? Braves. I'm going Braves as well. Yeah, I'll take the Braves. All right, and then in the NL Central, Cardinals. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Cardinals as well. Yeah. Wow, right. no Reds takers, huh? No, I'm not, uh, but I'm gonna go wild card. I'm gonna go Reds and. Give me Reds and Nats in the wild card. Reds and I guess I'm going to go Phillies. Over Nats, huh? Yeah, I think so. Reds and Phillies. Give me Reds and Nats in the wild card in the NL. Dorfy? Reds and – damn, I want to say Padres. I'm going to go Phillies. And you I can say Padres, and I wouldn't even hate on you for it. No, no, I just talked up the Phillies earlier in my head, and I can't get away from it. All right, AL, AL, I'm going to go – man, I don't know. I'm going to go Rays and White Sox. I'm going to go ahead and pull you the You fucker. Rays and White Sox. Yeah. So That's I, where I, I was going. I'm not, tucking, I'm not touching the Angels. Uh, so, Rays, I wanted to pull the trigger on the White Sox. I – and. Honestly, I think I think it's the Angels because of who else they play this year. That's a huge part of it. And they get to play the Rangers. They get to play the Mariners. They get to play the Giants. They get to play the Rockies. They get yeah. to play the D-backs. Give me the Angels. Raise Angels. Wild card. All right. And so then I'm going to go. Wait, Jorfy. Who's your wild card? He has the same as me. Yeah. Raise White Sox. Um, I'm going to go World Series as um, Yankees, Dodgers. I mean, they're the two best teams. Why not? And I'm going to take – I'm going to go Yankees. Jorfy? 
He wants to pull the trigger on the Astros so bad. And the only reason I was going to was because I don't think Yankee Stadium is going to be as big of a deal as it normally is with no fans in the stands. The Yankees are untouchable in the playoffs the last couple of years at home. But the Yankees are also better than they usually are. They've been the they've been good before. Uh, but they're better now. I I don't know if I'm taking I'm not taking them to win. I'm taking the Dodgers to win regardless of who they play. I can't God, I'm just too much of a homer. Give me Dodgers man, over the Astros. It's hard to pick against the Dodgers, but fuck, man. The, give me, the, give me the a Yankees world stacked. Give me a World Series of Yankees Dodgers. James, who do you have between them? I took Yankees. Yeah. Yep. Give me the Yankees. I I think the uh the pressure will be a lot less on the Dodgers to get the job done with no fans in the stands. I think they'll perform better in the playoffs. And and that, that I I think the Dodgers will perform well in the playoffs. I just God damn the Yankees are fucking good this year, man. Like I, I, there's just no hole. Their worst position player is Brett Gardner. Who sucks, by the way? Like why is Brett Gardner still get love? I don't get it. Brett Gardner's a two eighty hitter who hits twenty home runs a year. There's nothing wrong with that being your nine hole. No, I get that. But I guess my problem is the Yankees fans that still act like he's more than he is. But my thing, the reason I picked him is, I mean, they're going to have the best pitcher in that matchup. Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Yeah. They're going to have arguably the better hitter in the matchup with with Judge. I Give me Bellinger or Betts over Judge. Really? Yep. But depth-wise – so, you look at shortstop. Oh, okay. Let's just go by the diamond. Oh, son of a bitch. Third base. Third base, give me the Dodgers with Justin Turner over probably Miguel Andujar. Right. Shortstop, give me Glaber all day over Corey Seager. Second base, give me DJ LeMayhew over whoever they filter in and out. First base, Again, it depends on who the Dodgers put there. That's a toss-up. I'll give it a tie. Catcher, it's Gary Sanchez. Left field, that's Brett Gardner against. So wait, so so who's going to be playing catcher for the Dodgers? Are they putting Will, uh, Smith? Will Smith? Yeah, okay. it'll be Will Smith. Who's the first time. baseman for the Yankees? Luke Voigt. Andrew's boy over Bellinger. Woody's boy. No, Bellinger will be playing the outfield. Oh, okay. Did he play first base last year? No, he, he played, played mostly right outfield. Okay. So I, I think this year his Bellinger, arms too good. To, his arms too good to put him in. I, I think in Bellinger will play left field this year for him. So um, then you're giving left field to the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I think first base is probably Muncie, which give me first base for the Dodgers. I don't love Muncie. I, I man, I think Muncie's not bad, man. He's a 280 hitter who hits 35 home runs a year. Center field. Um, Aaron Hicks or AJ Pollock or Jock Peterson, give me Aaron Hicks. Right field, give me Mookie Betts over Aaron Judge. I think it comes down to bullpen. And the Yankees' bullpen is far and away better. It's far and away better. Well, the, the Yankees – the Yankees starting pitching wouldn't starting pitching wouldn't have been up to par like last year. They relied on the bullpen 
because like their starting pitching couldn't do it for him. But now you you plug in one guy of Garrett Cole, and all of a sudden it changes everything. Yeah, everybody now Masahiro Tanaka is the number two. Now James Paxton's the number three. James now, Paxton, who was having to be their number one guy all year last year, and he's not that. He's not that. No, he would. He I, I almost put him. We were talking about overrated players. I almost put him on my list because Yankees fans trying to build him up. But now that he's a three hole pitcher, oh, he's perfectly awesome. fine there. Awesome. Yeah, great three hole pitcher. And then you add a guy like Jordan Montgomery, who every time he's been healthy and pitched, he's been awesome. And and the bullpen is just so fucking good with the Yankees. That's my differentiator. When you can go into the seventh knowing you have Ottavino, uh, Britton, and Chapman, the game's fucking over. Yeah, so I, I think if we've learned anything the last couple of years is that the best team doesn't always win. But if I'm picking the, this season, I'm not picking against these two teams. If you yeah, have either I mean, of these two, if you pick either of these two teams to win it all, you're, that's the safe bet. Still, the odds say that it won't be those two teams. But if I have to pick it, it's those two. Yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you're a fan of any other team that's a contender, don't be discouraged. Just be scared. <laughs> hey, cards still have as good a chance as anybody, boys. Don't worry. They don't have a, just as good a chance as anybody. All righty. <laughs> they have just, just as good a chance as anyone not named the Yankees, Dodgers, and Astros. All right. True. I Thanks think for real, though, guys. I, I got to get going, and it's going to stop recording when I get off. So. Yep. It's 11 yep. o'clock here. I got to go to bed. I'm fucking hungry. All right. I'll see y'all later. Talk see to y'all later. Later. All right. Bye. All righty, guys. So that's our baseball preview for the 2020 season. A huge shout out to Heath Clary for hopping on. Go check out his book, especially if you enjoy college baseball. You don't have to be an Aggie fan to enjoy it. Just the insight he gets being in the dugout with the team and following throughout the season to the regionals. Amazing moments with some different guys around the team. Go check it out at HeathClary.com. H-E-A-T-H-C-L-A-R-Y. Go check it out. Also, today's opening day, like we mentioned earlier. Good luck to all of your baseball teams. Unless your team is not the Astros, then I hope they suck. Uh, and with that, H-Town till I drown. See you on the other side. Take it easy. Go Strokes. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and